Welcome to the Emerging Temple broadcast. I am Michael Obeyer. I will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze current events within the context of God's plan for mankind, in which he intends, at the end of time, to raise up a people who will rule with him. Before I go any further, I want to encourage you to like our page, to subscribe to our channel, and if there is a notification bell icon, I would like you to hit that bell so you can be notified anytime we upload new videos. I want to encourage you to like this page so that we can develop the number of likes that we have so that we can come up in the rankings because we have a message that is critical for this hour and this time. So thank you so much for those of you who are already doing so. If you'd like to support our ministry, you can visit our website at templeoftruth.us. That's www.templeoftruth.us. Or you can go to patreon.com and look for our handle, Emerging Temple. Okay, one of the seven items the priest had to minister to in the tabernacle and the temple and or the temple. A brazen altar. Yes. Um, uh, like a brazen lather or a bowl. I'm get. I'm yes, correct. Brazen lather. Um, showbread. Well, Nicholas. I'll give that to you. The table of showbread. Table of showbread. Table of showbread. I remember it's twelve loaves. Yes. Um, golden lampstands. The seven golden lampstands. Very good. Um, there's something about incense. Uh, was that the an altar? altar of incense? Okay. Uh, it's not bad for 83. Let's see. There must, <laughs> be, must be another one. Wait a minute. Ark of Nobody Covenant. here is up to 33 years old. FYI, everybody. Uh, 33 is the oldest age you can attain to for now. Did I say mercy seat? No. Very good, the mercy seat. I think that's six night you got, right? Yes. Wow, wow. cool. And there was something about the covenant. Was that an ark? The ark of the covenant. Perfect. So mom's got seven out of seven. All right, let's put our hands together for her. See what, see what, see what she could accomplish at age 16. Imagine what she'll be able to do when she's age 30. Okay, okay. Nobody got that joke there. She got all the answers. All right. So, um, um, another question. Um, this time, mom is not allowed to answer. It's like she knows too much. So, um, <laughs> this is for the, this is for all the young people here. Okay. Um, let's see. What was the name of the man? The angels, the angel came to in the book of Acts and asked him to go look for a man called Simon Peter in Joppa. The name of the man the angel came to saying, sent for a man called Peter in Joppa. He'll tell you what you must do. Oh, I remember this. Oh, gosh. Um, 
the rich man, right? Oh, the Italian. Oh. The man he was talking to was the angel's name. No, no, the, not the angel's name. The man the angel was talking to. What was the name of the man the angel was talking to? Oh, I'll answer that. It was Peter. Oh, I think I remember. Is it Cornelius? I'll answer that. It was Peter. Yeah. Yep, yep. Cornelius. Cornelius. There you go. Cornelius. Yay. <laughs> Who got that? A belly? Yes. yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so poor with names. I can't remember. I can't believe I haven't got one right. Okay. Uh, Mom and Abelia are not allowed to answer the next question. Okay. The next question is this. What was the name of Abraham's father? Say God. Say God. Huh? God is our father too. So yeah, that's talking about his earthly father, not heavenly father. Is that a belly talking? I thought she was supposed to be quiet. No, no, Thomas said God, and I said uh, God is everything. Belly, you'll soon be sent to the principal's office. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll soon be sent to the principal's office. That girl. <laughs> it was Tara. Very good, very good. Terra, Terra. You must have looked it up. <laughs> Terra, yep. Terra. Exactly. Very good. Okay. Um, let me make this one really, really easy. Okay. Jesus was descended from David through Joseph or Mary, who was Jesus descended from David through? The Bible said he was the son of David. Who was he descended through? Did he descend from, jo from David through his mother or through Joseph? Joseph. Who said Joseph? Me. Okay, give him half a mark for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who Why wants to half? who wants to who wants to take the other half? Why half? Very good. Why half? Because he was descended from David through both Joseph and Mary. Right. <laughs> can't have just one. All right. Very good. Very good. Okay. So always remember that. He was descended from Joseph, from, from David, through Joseph and Mary. Now, remember, Joseph wasn't his physical father. He had no physical father. Okay? All right. Good show. Let, who can tell, tell me? This is the last question, right? Who can tell us the difference between hell and the lake of fire? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Huh? 
okay, you can you can you can open your Bible to confirm. Okay. You can find it somewhere in chapter 20 of the book of Revelation. Verses 11 through 15. That's correct. Thanks to Google, huh? I had a problem with drawing a distinction between the two. Okay, can someone find the chapter where uh, Jesus tells the story about the rich man and Lazarus? I mean, I could try answering the question. I just don't know whether the answer is right. Okay, go ahead. That. Excuse me. Hell is a state of um, separation from God. That when we are separate, when we are separated from God, permanently separated from God, we're in hell. Um, the lake of fire is where, at the end of time, that's where death and um, hell both are thrown into because they just totally disappear. Very good, very good. But we want to know the difference between both of them. We, we, we know what they are, but what's the difference? Well, the okay, difference you got, you got is it correctly. You got it correctly what hell is. You got it correctly what the lake of fire is. So how do they differ? The difference is hell is a state of being and the lake of fire is a is a place like there are people alive today that are living in hell because they have chosen to be separated from god they have very good that, you know that's a state it's a status hell is a status very good now let's tweak something a little bit because when you first spoke you said hell was a place of permanent separation from god mm -hmm. is there are there people living today that are in permanent separation from god no no not really very I mean, good because so, they can change so, their mind at the end good so that so that means that there couldn't be anybody living today that's in hell no they still have a chance what they're living in is also found 
in Revelation chapter 20. Has anybody found sulfur? the book? Sorry, say that, that again. Yes. Yes. Is that the pool of burning sulfur? The pool of burning sulfur. Well, okay, explain yeah, what you mean. What's, we're trying to find out what, what the difference says, is between hell and the lake of fire. That's what it says here that. I think they're calling the, the lake of fire the pool of burning sulfur. Yeah, I wonder, is that what they're calling it? Is the pool of burning sulfur? Okay, if the if your translation calls it that, at least we know we're still talking about the lake of fire. What we want to know is what's the difference. Dr. K brought us really close. And I asked somebody to find the Bible um, chapter where it talks about the rich man and Lazarus um, when they die. Did anybody pull that up for us? Abele, can you search that for us, please? Sure. I've got it if she doesn't have it. Was that Jeremiah 9.23? No, no, it's in the New Testament. No, I think it's uh, is in Luke, Luke 6. Is it, is it not in Luke chapter 16? Yeah. Yes. Luke chapter what? Luke 16, verse 19 to 31. Okay. Okay, could you read that for us, please? Really thank you. Okay. Um, there was a rich wait, man. Wait, wait, is Tabo still with you? If Tabo is there, let him read this for us, please. Okay, Tabo, read. <laughs> Bless his heart. Uh, read from some verse 19 to 31. You have to, you have to be loud enough. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate, he laid a beggar named Lazarus covered with sores longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came out, came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and buried. In Hades, where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus a dip and tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I was in agony in his fire. But Abraham replied, son, remember when, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here and you are in agony. And besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm has been set in place 
so that those who don't want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, and I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family for the five brothers. Let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, they are Moses and the prophets, let him listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. He said to them, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. Wow. Mm. Where was the torment? Was the torment on the man's body or inside the man's body? Inside. I think it was in their mind. I think I think that's yeah. let's just go by what the scripture told us. Where did he ask for the water to be poured? On him or in him? Okay, now we know he didn't take his physical tongue with him, right? Okay. Yeah, right. But there's a fire burning inside of him and he's begging Abraham to send Lazarus over with water to pour on his tongue. He said, even if it's just a drop, he said, because of these flames. Now in Tabo's version, it said Hades. Hades is another Greek spelling for hell. Okay, so it doesn't matter if your translation says Hades or your translation says hell, it's the same thing. Okay, so a person who has not received the water of the word of God into his or her life is in death. We are temporarily separated from God. A person who dies in that condition is in hell. He is permanently separated from God. So that ex now you understand what Dr. K was trying to tell us, right? Where she said yeah. something about permanently separated from God and she said death and we said, no, that is hell. Hell is when you're permanently separated from God, okay? Death is when you're temporarily separated from God. So in, if you go back to Revelation chapter 20 in verse 14, I believe it says, can we turn there? Revelation chapter 20, verse 14. Okay. That's okay. Can you read that for us? Amen. 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 And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. All right, so death and hell. Notice that death is different from what? Hell. Death is separation from God. You and I are born into death, okay? The moment you come into this world as a baby, you're born into death, okay? All that you see going on around you, sickness, poverty, disease, hunger, um, envy, hatred, bitterness, anger, jealousy. That's the realm of death. 
we are born into this realm of death. However, there is one who came here and died, but came back from the dead. And you heard what Abraham said. He said, if any person will not believe the Bible, neither will they believe if someone came from the dead. Isn't that what Abraham told Lazarus? I'm sorry. Isn't that what Abraham told the rich man? Yes. Okay, it's like I've lost, I've lost everybody here. We just read, Tabo just read for us where, where Abraham said to, to the rich man, the rich man said, please send Lazarus back to my brothers. If my brothers see somebody come back from the dead, then they will believe because somebody came back from the dead. But Abraham says, listen, listen, listen. If they won't believe the word of God, neither will they believe if Jesus rose from the dead and stood in front of them. Mm. That's what Abraham was saying. Okay. Now you, on this call, you picked up your computer, your phone, your Bible, whatever it is, and decided to tune in and listen and share and communicate today. Do you know why you did that? You did that because you believe. Now, automatically, unknown to you, you've opened up your inner being to receive that eternal water. So that if you die today, you will not be like the rich man, thirsty. It doesn't have anything to do with what's in your head. We all carry a lot of junk in our head. Amen? Amen. Amen. You might be seeing yourself as a Catholic. You might see yourself as a Lutheran. You might see yourself as a Pentecostal or a Baptist or something else. All that is junk in your head. What matters is that you believe what God said in his word about his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Now, that's not enough for you to be in, in, you know, in affluence and power with God, you've got to do something now to make yourself even better, okay? So, so you're now developing yourself into what God would have you be, amen? Right. Amen. And that's why you're here today studying this word. Okay, so the difference between hell and the lake of fire is that hell is a condition inside of a person while the lake of fire is a condition a person is put into get it yes okay, okay. Can we look at verse 13 just for a second sure go ahead because when you were asking i wasn't sure whether the answer was the sea or not because it says and the sea gave up the dead which were in it and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. Okay, did you have something to say about it or a question? Yeah, my question was, was it says, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. 
So what is the C? Is the C just everyone? You know, th those that have the, um, the water of life and those that don't. And death is those that don't have the water of life. The Bible itself answers that question for you. What does the Bible say the sea is? Well, aren't they talking about the new heaven and the new earth? Okay, let's find out what the Bible says. Uh, in the book of Revelations, it tells us what the sea is. Okay. I think it's going to be in chapter 17 or 18. Let's look for that. Seventeen talks about the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. Yes, and somewhere there to tell us what the many waters are, what the sea is. In fifteen, uh, chapter seventeen, verse fifteen. And he said unto me, the waters which thou sawest were the, where the horse sitteth are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. But I didn't know if that was the sea. Yes, that is the sea. Okay, that is the sea. So the sea represent peoples. Okay, so there's a time will come when even we who are here on earth. Now, that time might have arrived. We don't know, okay, but there's gonna be a judgment of everything taking place. Things in heaven, things in hell, things on earth, okay? So I'd, we can go into that study another day and see where that judgment comes upon the earth and upon all that are dead. So when we say judgment day, okay? Mm -hmm. Judgment day is a time that is coming. Okay, people who have died today have not yet entered into judgment day. Okay, so in okay. my question is in verse 13, they're making of what chapter a distinction of Revelations chapter 20 when it says, And the okay. sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. So they're making a distinction between the, the living and the physically dead. Yes. Yes, okay, that was yes, my absolutely. There. Yes, that's why we said on judgment day, okay, even though we use the term judgment day, I don't necessarily mean it's a 24 hour period or whatever, but let's call it judgment time. On judgment time, everybody, whether you're alive physically, whether you're dead, you're going to come before the great judgment, okay? And if your name is found written in the book, you will be saved. Now, obviously, if you're already in hell, okay, fat chance, okay? But if you're in death today, you can transfer yourself, you can translate yourself right now from death to, to life by confessing openly 
that you have come in, let me put it this way you of course you have to be convicted you have to believe okay but even if you're convicted and you believe that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to speak a lot of people are ashamed of saying openly that they believe in jesus christ they look somehow weak dependent or whatever whatever you know light is that they believe in their heads but you know it holds them okay so the bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that god raised jesus from the dead you will be saved i think that's in the book of romans somewhere okay so it's free it doesn't cost you anything you don't have to you know climb the mountains of tibet you don't have to crawl on your knees carrying the cross and all that stuff okay you just believe and you shall be saved amen amen Okay, any other question about what we spoke about so far? I do. Okay. Why do so many people at funerals and everything always do judgment for the person that you're having a funeral for? You know, I know they're walking on the hills of glory, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's not our place to do that that person is going to meet a judgment on their own, right? Yeah, I guess they try to comfort the family. You know, um, your son, Adolf, you know, we know he's with the Lord now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes. So, so it's, all, it's all for the family. You it's know, it's shocked. all for the family. It's not really for the person that has departed. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, one time I went to a funeral and the person actually, the person's brother actually stood up and just told how wicked this person had been. I was like totally shocked <laughs> that they well, told exactly how the person was. So I think like you said, Brother Mike, it's to comfort the people that are there. Jesus said mourn with those who mourn. He didn't say expose their, their you know, the, the deeds of their brother, of their brother or sister. Just a moment with those who mourn. Okay, um, let's stay in this theme. Look at the book of, um, can somebody turn to 2 Corinthians? 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10. 2 Corinthians 5 10. Amen. 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 Anybody can read that. Amen. The lives of all of us are to be revealed before the tribunal of Christ so that each one may receive his recompense, good or bad, according to the life in his body. Okay. Can someone read us that again in, the, in another version? Something that's not so, um, how would I put it, elaborate, straight to the point. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, 
whether it be good or bad. Okay. So notice here, Paul is not referring to the people of the world. He's referring to us. Did you notice that? Yes. Okay. Us are going to come in front of the judgment seat of Christ to receive, okay? I think um, Liz's translation said recompense, right? The rec recompense um, we will receive. Yes. What we have done. Good. We shall receive what we have done. I want you to meditate on that for a second. You will receive what you have done. You will receive what you have done. Think about that for a second. You see, it seems nice and good and tough to be wicked. To not, I ain't going to take it anymore. I'm going to stick it to you so you know how it feels. No, you're sticking it to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's so, let me tell you something. For a kid who grew up in a military home in a hard environment, where you had to be tough, you had to be, you know, you can, you know what, if you live, if you've been an army brat, you know what it's like to grow up with kids in the, in the, in the barracks. All the little kids think they're soldiers too, okay? So to have to turn the other cheek, to have to put up with stuff and not fight, this scripture you just read helped me a lot because I know whatever it is I give, I am going to get it back in my body forever. Mm. He said, you shall receive in the body whatever it is you have done, whether it is good or bad. The rich man was receiving in his body what he had done. Paul's soul was also receiving in his body the wicked things he had not done. All that Adam and everybody had done up until the day he was born, he was carrying that and he took that with himself to hell. Now, all that has been washed away for you and I. But the one you do and you don't repent of, you don't feel sad, you don't feel bad for what you have done unto others, Jesus says, whatever you want, do it unto others. He didn't say you have to be good. Did Jesus say you have to do good to them? He said, whatsoever you would that should be done to you, do it unto others. Am I quoting Jesus correctly? Hope so. Yes. Whatsoever yes. thou wouldest. Whatsoever thou wouldest to be done unto thee, do so unto others. That was exactly the way he said it. Yep. We say do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Jesus said, whatsoever thou would that should be done to you, do so unto others. So it's up to you what you want. Maybe you do want to have a little torment. 
So be his guest. So in the body, as we move from day to day, we must continue to analyze ourselves and ask ourselves if this thing I'm doing to hurt this person intentionally. Now, if you, if you didn't know you were hurting somebody, that's a different thing, okay? But you're a Christian and you're consciously satisfying yourself knowing you're giving pain to someone else. You've got to be out of your mind if you think you get away with that. Saved by grace. Yeah, right. Paul says, yeah, you're saved by grace, but you're going to receive that thing. Well, that's a good scripture to remember. You're going to receive that thing. Now, look at another scripture. Let's look at... um. Romans chapter 8, verse 22 and 23. Oh, I found that um, that verse you were talking about just now, about doing, what's it? okay, it's Okay, so go ahead, read it, read, it, read it to us. What, what chapter and verse? Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. Amen. Okay. Therefore, all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you do you even so to them for this is the law and the prophets did he say do good to them no <laughs> okay is whatever it is you want people to do to you you do to them okay whatever you want Whatever you want David to do to you, wow, good one, good. Do so you can. You said give on full measure, press down, shake and run over. Shall you? Oh, come on. I know mom knows that scripture. Uh, you were breaking up, so we didn't hear what you were saying. But your uh, connection was breaking up. Okay, Jesus says, give and it shall be given unto you. Full measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. You all remember that scripture? Oh, yes. Yes. Did he say it was a, that it was a good thing or, or a bad thing? He said, whatever you give, what do you give? Do you bring a negative air to the fellowship, to your job, to whatever, and you just can't seem to break that spell of depression over your life? Well, you're going around and you're spreading depression. What do you expect? <laughs> What do you expect? You just believe that by sh sharing your, your frustration, your depression, and having other people experience it and suffer it with you, all of a sudden it's going to go away. No, Jesus said it's going to be multiplied. Yeah, mm. I found it. It's, it's Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Okay, read that to us, please. 
give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over shall men give it, give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. All right. Okay, talk about the law of karma. Jesus is worse. Jesus is only is worse than karma. <laughs> karma at least will give you back just what you gave. Jesus says it's going to be shaken together, okay, stacked up, running over, and giving right back to you. It's and pressed down. Okay. It's going to be. It's going to be pressed, pressed down. Which pressed means, down. Yeah, you know, like, not... if, but like if you've ever um, made um, chocolate chip cookies, you pressed. You take the the brown sugar and you press it down. So, you know, that gives you like twice as much as you would get if it wasn't pressed down. Exactly, exactly. You're gonna get even worse. Yes. So, so you got to make certain at all times, you are not giving back what you think people deserve. Don't Ooh. do that. Don't do that, there's no, there's, that's the only way to break that cycle. That's why Jesus said, bless them who what? Curse you. Yes. He said, bless them that curse you. The Bible says, there is no divination against Israel. You are the Israel. Paul calls, says the Christians are the Israel of God. The Bible says, there is no divination against Israel. Neither can they curse them whom God has blessed. So it doesn't matter what anybody says about you. It's irrelevant. I was telling someone yesterday or two days ago, I said, listen, if your father or mother curse you and say, you are going to be nothing but uh, a construction worker. I said, if you become a Christian, Jesus is going to make you the biggest construct construction company in the whole city. You're going to have the biggest contracts. He knows how to turn a curse into a blessing. It doesn't matter what people say about you. Mm. Look, there was, there was a guy in the Bible who's called, I think, I can't remember his name. The, the thing was Jabez or something. He only has like two or three verses written about him in the Bible. You know what his story is? He was born and he was suffering. And the Bible says he went to God. And God changed his name. And from that day, he became prosperous. Mm. Just like that. Just change his name. Okay. That's why when you wake up in the morning, you stand up and you say, thank you, God, for today. I'm blessed and I'm favored. And whatever I lay my hands to do with prospers, even though they come against me in one way, they flee in seven. I am the head and not the tail. Whatever I lay my hands to do prospers. A thousand fall by my side, 10,000 by my right side, but no evil comes nigh me. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil. The waters never overflow me. Neither are my sins by the fire. You don't have to pray for, oh, I'll pray it out. We'll say, what are you doing? I'm still praying. I'll be out soon. I'm, come on. You have to understand that the God that you're dealing with knows what you have need of even before you ask. If you look at book of Roman, um, Matthew chapter seven, Jesus said, look, when you pray, go to your closet. And talk to your father. He said, don't be like the hypocrites that stand at the street corners making long prayers so they might be seen of men. 
Mm. Now, there is a place for long prayer. And let me tell you where that is. That is when you want to edify yourself. Okay. And that's a, one, one day, I don't know if we've ever discussed prayer here, but one day we'll do a study on prayer. So we understand the different kinds of prayers that there are. Amen. Amen. Because it's important. It's important because there is a place for long prayer, but you need to know that that's actually not talking to God. Okay. Not every prayer is talking to God, by the way. Sometimes you have to talk to yourself. You have to talk to other people in the spirit realm. Other times you have to talk to satanic spirits. Okay. And of course, a lot of us are deaf. So you have to talk for a very long time and you have to shout. Okay. But that's another study for another day and another time. Okay. Hello. So, so. Um, did we read Second Corinthians? Did we read um, Romans eight, or we, we we branched off to read what Dr. K had for us? We branched off. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So let's read Romans chapter eight, then, please. It was um, Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-two and twenty-three. Amen. 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 For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, to wit the redemption of our body. Okay, to wit, that means, which means... Okay, so to it means, which means the redemption of our bodies. Amen. Now, mm -hmm. remember, you just read that a time is coming when we shall receive for the things we've done in the body, right? Whether good or evil. Isn't that what we read in yeah. um, Second Corinthians? Okay. So now you and I have done things that we ought to get the recompense for what we have done, even as Christians, right? Yeah. That's what we saw. Now here, Paul is telling you that there is a way for you not to receive what you have earned negatively. Okay. And that's called the redemption of your body. Amen. Amen. Now, how do you redeem? How do you redeem an item? You come back to the person who you owe, right? And you pay off whatever debt you have and the person releases your item to you, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So your life and my life today, we are supposed to live it on behalf of the man who's coming to pay for that part that we owe that has not been paid for yet. Let me explain it. Your soul has been paid for. Amen? Amen. So you are born again. You're a Christian now. Now, your body is being paid for. You're on a payment plan. Are you with me? Yes. yes. And the final payment is when the title 
totally belongs to you. So if you buy a car and you're making payments, got to make payments for three years, five years, whatever, your final payment is the redemption of that car. Does that make sense now? Yes. Yes. So you have a spirit, you are a soul, and you live in a body. Your spirit, doesn't matter who you are, goes to God. Okay? Your soul, no matter who you are, could or might go to God or might go to hell. Your body, on the other hand, is destined to go to hell except. Are you with me now? Yes. I think that if we read, if we read earlier in that same chapter, everything sure, saying becomes, becomes uh, clear. Sure, go ahead. If we start with verse 12. Therefore, what, what, brother, what, what book, what book, what Romans book, chapter what chapter, eight. what verse? Yes. Romans chapter eight. We were reading just for the recording. Verse okay, twelve. We're reading. Um, we read starting at verse twenty, but if we go back to verse twelve and read up to verse twenty, Romans chapter eight. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you live, but if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many are, as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectations of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. And then we already read, for we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. Thank you. So we have received the redemption of our souls, but we are awaiting the redemption of our body. Bodies. Okay. So our bodies make us do things today that our soul does not agree with. Amen. 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 So I want to do right, but my body wants me to do wrong. But Paul is saying, Help is on its way, okay? As a co-laborer with God, you work daily with him to try to de-escalate the power that the negative has over your body. And when we're talking about body here, we're not just talking about your toes, fingernails, your hair. We're not talk talking about that. 
we're talking about your passions. We're talking about your emotions, your, your, your essence, okay? Your anger, all right? That's what mm. we're talking about, okay? So you've got to hold the fort. Your anger is not going to go away. Stop praying to God for your anger to go away. It's not going to go away. It has a job to do. <laughs> okay. You know, people say, no, when, when you think your anger has gone away, actually what has happened is you've overcome it. Okay. But it's still there, but it's not as, it's not as potent. It's not as overwhelmingly powerful as it once was. Okay. So as you're progressing, daily in overcoming that quote body when jesus comes he'll finish the work he'll pay whatever is left but if you feel you don't have to do anything you don't have to try to overcome then you've missed the message amen amen, amen. you've missed the message you are here now to overcome the works of the flesh. As for going to heaven for your soul, that is a slam dunk already. You got that in the back. Do you know that all of us are coming back to this earth to live with Jesus forever? How many of you knew that? Yes. <laughs> everybody thinks we're going to go to heaven and live in heaven forever and ever right show me one scripture that tells you that the, the bible says the lord is coming what is he coming to do to gather his own to give you a... <laughs> okay the jesus says the meek shall inherit what heaven Earth. What did you say? The, the earth. Amen. Okay. So, okay, let me give us a scripture for that. Okay. Let me give a scripture for that. And then I'll stop there for today. And if there are any questions or anything, you know, um, look at um, Matthew Revelation 5, 5. chapter oh. 20. Sorry, Revelation Matthew. chapter 22. We'll go with his okay. Revelation 22. Okay. Um, is it 22 or 21? Sorry, Revelation 21. Okay. Verse 1 to 3. Anyone can read that. Amen. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The former heavens and the former earth had passed away and the sea was no longer. I also saw a new Jerusalem, the holy city coming down out of heaven from God, beautiful as a bride prepared to meet the husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne cry out, this is God's dwelling among men. He shall dwell with them and they shall be his people and he shall be their God who is always with them. He shall wipe every tear from their eyes and there shall be no more death or mourning, crying, or pain, for the former world has passed away. How far did you want me to go? That's fine. That's fine. I want you to see where it tells you that God came down to us. Amen? And that was in verse 3. Yes. Oh, verse 2. That was verse 2. Yes. God came down to us. 
okay so this mm -hmm. earth you're you're in now this earth you're living in now that has all these deserts and you know um tornadoes and all of this this is not natural this is not well it's natural but this is not the way it's supposed to be okay you see the leaves fall and the leaves die and all that what's going to happen is there's coming a new nature listen to me now when you hear heaven coming down please think of coming out not down think out okay are you with me yes don't, don't look into the sky don't don't look up into you know where the moon and the sun and all that when you hear down down doesn't mean geographic location down means coming into manifestation in the natural are we are we there everybody yes Abel is kind of quiet today is Abel with us oh yes okay it good says coming down from god out of heaven out very of good heaven. it's coming out out where out here it's coming out here okay so the trees will no longer die okay the snakes will no longer bite you the lion and the lamb will sit together peace do you understand so heaven would have come down to earth. And this whole universe, the moon, Uranus, all these planets everywhere will shall inhabit it forever and ever. That's why it keeps expanding and growing. Are you aware that the universe keeps growing? Yes. Is Tabo yes. still on the line? No, he just took a, went for a bathroom break. Oh, okay, fine. He's, he, yeah. he, I wish he was here because his teacher would have told him this, that the mm. universe is expanding. But expanding into where? What was where the universe is expanding into? You know why the universe is expanding? Because the universe is supposed to live and exist forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And you and I are going to rule over this universe forever and ever and ever and ever. And we're gonna rule over ordinary people. Now I'm going a bit too far, but I want you to hear me because I'm telling you the truth. Just the way you are ordinary today, that's how Jesus was ordinary yesterday. Are you listening to me? Yes. And he yes. was here as a man and he was thirsty and he was. We lost you. He sat by the well we and sent his servants to. I said, he, he sent his servants. You, so we don't hear what you said. Where did I stop? Where did I stop? About three minutes ago. Oh, are you serious? Yes. You guys didn't yeah. hear me for three minutes? Um, no, I'll probably, say, I'll probably say 20, 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Okay. So what, I'm, what I was saying was, Jesus is the exemplar. He came here as a human being. Can everybody say amen so I know you can hear me? Amen. 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 Very good. 
and he 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 was raised by mother. He he suffered. He went. He was hungry. He was thirsty. He went through all manner of natural things that you and I are going through. He was tempted, but was without sin. But now, he rules the whole universe. Amen. Amen. Yes. Well, let Amen. me explain something to you. Everything that God gave Jesus. Jesus is going to give to you just the way Jesus rules over the whole universe. You also are going to rule over the whole universe with him. Amen. That's the plan. There are still going to be ordinary people on earth. They're still going to be creatures, but they're going to be different. Look at look at First Corinthians chapter fifteen. That's a, that's the last chapter I'll give you. So to buttress what I'm saying, okay. But you're going to be very different. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. First Corinthians chapter fifteen, please. Amen. 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 Let me get the verse for us. Let me get the verse for us. Or verses. Okay, um, let's take it from verse 35, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 35 to 44. So nine verses. Anybody can read that. I will. But some man will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, thou, that which thou soweth is not quickened, except it die. And can, I, that can I stop you for a second, please? For those who don't know what sows means in King James English, it means to plant. Okay. And it says, whatever you plant doesn't grow into life except it first dies now i want you to understand that this universe that you see the sun the moon the stars the oceans the the, the trees the birds your you everything is a seed that god planted and had to die please expand your mind Everything God created, you heard that God created the universe in six days and on the seventh day he rested, correct? Yes. Now I want you to, I want you, what you just read, I want you, what, what mom Logan just read, I want you to apply it to everything God created up until the sixth day. Call that a seed. It is not the actual end product that God wants. It's a seed that he is planting, okay? And that everything from day one to day six has as its head, the man, Jesus Christ. That's why the Bible refers to him as the firstborn of all creation. Everybody knows that scripture, correct? I don't have to turn there, correct? Yes. Good. So Jesus, Jesus is one with creation even though he was not created. 
okay? He has taken on the nature of creation, even though he is the creator, okay? And just as he died, so has all creation been subjected to death. And all creation will receive the resurrection power just like he received the resurrection power. There's only one bad news in this good news. Everything in creation will partake of the resurrection except men who don't believe. Mm. That's why Jesus told his apostles, go and preach the good news to every creature. He didn't say to every man. Go check it. Go preach the good news to every creature. That is creation. It's going to partake. That's what you read in Romans said, the whole of creation groans in travails in pain up until now, but not only they, but we ourselves also grown within ourselves awaiting the redemption of our bodies. That's what you read. He talked about the whole of creation. So I'm not saying anything new. I'm just bringing it to you. I'm bringing it to your imagination, into reality for you to, you know, practicalize in your mind what you're reading. That's all. That's all. So this whole universe is in death right now because God allowed it to die because he knew without it dying, it could never partake in his divine nature. That's, that's, the, that's the purpose of creation, that all creation might partake in God's divine nature. You and I are now being called into partaking in his divine nature okay we have received the first fruits remember oh god yes i've lost everybody no, no we're here. still here. No, we're here okay so so that's what you read in romans okay R was that romans 8 we read yes it was romans yeah, 8 yes. okay can we go back there please sorry Dr. K, that part where it says, where it talks about not only they, but we ourselves who have received the at first verse of the spirit. That's okay. Romans 8, verse 23. Okay, good. What does it say? Amen. And not Amen. only they, but ourselves. Okay, no, no. Let's read verse 22, 22 and 23. Okay. Amen. Amen. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the spirit. Stop. Even what distinguishes you from all creation? The first fruits of the spirit. Thank you. You have a down payment of something that the whole of creation does not yet have. Amen. Yes. What you are experiencing the same condition that creation is experiencing. And creation itself is experiencing the same condition that you're experiencing. So just like Jesus was our forerunner, we are the forerunners of creation. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. 
So we are ex we're expecting, you read there, the redemption of what? Our bodies. Our bodies. Where is our body? Is it in the spirit world or here in this physical world? Physical. Physical world, right physical. here in the natural world. Yes. Man. Okay. Now, this body that you have, does it have mangoes in it? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. This body that you have has mangoes, orange, um, wood, gold. It has everything. So there's you and nature are the same thing, naturally. Are you with me? Yes, they yes. boil us down yes. with the periodic table. Thank you. So what Paul was saying here in the limited access they had to science, that's why all this stuff we're learning, God has given us all this knowledge, supposed to be bringing us closer to him, but it's like somebody has told us it's supposed to put us further away from him. It's ridiculous. Nature. You and nature are one. You come, that's why the Bible said God formed you from the dust of the earth. Amen? Amen. In the book Amen. of Proverbs, I think it's chapter 12, it refers to you as the highest part of the dust of the earth. Yes. So, so, so there is something about to take place. God is about to relocate fully into you and creation. Amen? Amen. 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 And all creation will now have that divine nature so that God may be all in what? All. Oh, <laughs> that's what, that, is that the book of Colossians? I can't remember. Okay. It says that a time will come where God will be all in all. What is yeah. all? All is creation. And a time will come when everything will just have the nature of God. But that can only happen through us. We are the emirs. I wish we knew what that word emir. You know, the greatest country in the world is called America, right? Have you ever asked yourself what the emir in America means? It means king. I hope you know that. Mm. Did you guys know that? Once upon a time. Yes. America means okay, king. Okay, that Richard. was the first <laughs> that the all in all is yeah, still in is uh, first corinthians chapter 15 verse 28 oh same, same thing mom's reading for us go ahead mom uh i thought i was on uh romans but i got my fingers in corinthians so I yes the first corinthians chapter 15 let's go backwards okay should we go to 26 yes Okay, mom, can you take it from verse 26 to 44? Okay. The first last, Corinthians 15. First yes. Corinthians 15. The last enemy that thou shalt destroy is death. For he hath put all things under his feet. But when he saith all things are put under him, 
it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be, did you say something? And when all things shall be subdued unto him. Hold on, mom. Hold on, mom. Let's explain that first part, what you read. Okay. Up to the place where it said it is accepted. It, um, it is manifest that he is accepted, which they put all things under him. Do we understand that part? That's verse 27. Everybody? If, 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 if you understand it, please tell me what it means. If you don't, just say you don't. So, because we can't move on just like that, just move, you know, we've got to know at least if we have to stop there and understand that, great, we can continue another day. Please explain. That part, sorry, say that again. Please explain it. Okay, can you read it one more time and stop at the place where it talks about Yes. For he hath put all things under his feet, but when he saith all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which did not, which did put all things under him. Okay, good. Anybody so want to explain that? Well, he accepted that responsibility. No, it didn't say accept. It said accept. Accept. E-X. E-X. So, so okay. when it says he yeah. put all things under him, that yes. doesn't include himself. All Very good. Very good. He said he put all things under him except God. Yes. Okay. God, he says, God put all things under him except God. Yes. It's very simple. Thanks, Dr. K. Very simple, but very, very, very important. And I would advise you right now, if you have a pen or a pencil, that you write that right next to that verse because it's just going to be taken away from you. Because that's how he operates. But that's one of the most important scriptures you'll ever study. That's why, why you're here. Why is that so important, Brother Mike? Good. The reason you didn't go to heaven the day you gave your life to Christ is that God might put everything in your life under God. But today, as you and I speak, it is obvious that not everything in your life is under God. A lot is under you. Mm. But God's intention is that everything should be under him. Everything. And God has put everything under you, under him. That's his intention anyway. That's so powerful. right next to that place, please write. God has put everything under me except him. When you're reading that, it looks like it's saying God has put everything under Jesus, right? Except mm -hmm. him, right? Because he's talking about the son, right? I want you to remember when he talks about the son, he's talking about Jesus and you. Not too Have we all written something down to remind yes. ourselves? Yes. All right. 
Thank you. Yeah. Okay, mom, please continue. Please don't Verse be offended when I stop you halfway. It's very important. It's not, it's not disrespectful. Sorry. Verse 28. And when all things shall yeah. be subdued unto him, then shall the son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God stop. may be all in all. Stop. So when all things are put under him. Now I have a question for you. Christians, is there anything that is not under Jesus today? Yeah, lots of them. No, there's nothing that's not under Jesus today. Well, they think they are. Exactly. He permits you and I to do our own thing. Right? Right. So we right, can but they're learn. Not subdued. They're not subdued unto him. They're not they're subdued under him, under him. Okay. But but do you see there where it's saying that at that time, then the son will be under the father? Are you saying that Jesus is not under God right now? He doesn't obey God in certain things? No. That's ludicrous. Jesus obeys God in everything. Jesus said the son can do nothing of himself except what he sees the father do. So which son is he talking about? Us. Thank you. Everybody else is quiet. Yeah, that's true. So the son being spoken about there, S-O-N, isn't Jesus. It's us. Amen? Amen. Amen. If it's not us, then that means there's somewhere that Jesus is not obeying God, is not in tune with God. You and I know that's ludicrous. So right there, again, you want to put another note for yourself because you know the enemy will come and take this. Right down there, right next to that verse, the son spoken about here is us. Amen. Did it. Good explanation. Okay. All right. Okay, continue, mom. Verse 29, else what shall they do which are baptized for the dead? If the dead rise not at all, why are they baptized for the dead? And why, and why stand we in jeopardy every hour? I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die daily. If after the manner of men I have fought with beasts as at Ephesus, what advantage it me? If the dead rise not, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Okay, Do let's not. stop for a second. Sorry. Okay. Now he makes he um, Paul just mentioned something controversial back there. He said something about people being baptized for the dead. Yes. Okay. He was not telling us to do that. He was against that and was saying there's some silly people who say, oh, this guy died and was never baptized. Okay, let's baptize somebody on his behalf. Okay, mm. and Paul was saying that's ridiculous. Okay, he said, but if those people didn't believe that there would be a resurrection of the dead, they wouldn't be doing that. Okay, 
Right. All right. So that's just an aside. Okay. So don't just first you saw it there doesn't mean that Paul was saying we should do that. There were all kinds of strange practices that Paul wrote against. Okay. All right. So please continue. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. But some man will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, that which thou soweth is not quickened, except it die. Stop for a second. Okay. The person says, okay, Paul, you're telling us that those who have died are going to come again. Well, we just looked in the grave and the bodies are rotted. With what body are they going to come? And Paul's going, come on, man. Are you out of your mind? That's exactly what Paul is saying. And he's going to explain and give us an example using um, vegetables. Go ahead, mom. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bare grain. It may chance of wheat or of some other grain. But God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him and to so, every seed his own body. So when you plant a seed of tomatoes, do you get a bigger tomato seed or you get a tomato? You get a tomato. tomato. I think what he's exactly. talking about there is when you buy seeds, if you don't label what the seeds are, you have no idea what you're going to get when you plant them. Anybody that's planted a vegetable garden knows that, that. Some seeds look so similar, you don't even know what it is until it grow, it's growing. Sure. The main point is when you plant a seed, it comes out as a, uh, when you plant a tomato seed, you don't get a bigger tomato seed. You get a red, juicy looking thing. Some might look miserly, some might look fresh, some might look rotten but it's a different body that comes. Amen? Yes. And so you as a being are being planted here through death and you will be resurrected with a different kind of body. The trees that you see, the birds, the moon, the stars, everything that you see have been planted here and are all going through the process of death. And at the appointed time, they all will be resurrected with a different body. That is why we said in the book of Revelation that the new world came out down from heaven, from God out of heaven and came out into the natural okay and we said the whole of creation will change and paul is giving you now a breakdown of how creation is going to change continue mom please verse 39 all flesh is not the same flesh but there is one kind of flesh of men another flesh of beast and another fishes and another birds there are also celestial bodies 
and bodies terrestrial, and the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And it and so it is written. The first man, Adam, was no, 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 it's okay. We can stop soul. there. No, I think we should read 45. Okay, go ahead. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written. The first man, Adam was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. How be it that was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural and afterwards that which is spiritual. The Amen. first is of the earth. That's it, mom. Amen. Amen. All right. You see this scripture, 1 Corinthians 15. That chapter is the story of the plan of God for creation, for you as an individual, for us as a people, for cats, dogs, rats, everything. A time will come when all creation will take on a spiritual essence and there will no longer be death. There will no longer be leaves falling from the trees. There will no longer be deserts. There will no longer be wild animals trying to eat you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Now, I know how all this sounds, but you read it in the Bible. Okay. So everybody's being told, you know, we're dying and we're going to go to heaven. We're going to be in the sky with Jesus. And there's going to be a big mansion for you and angels serving you. And you'll be eating like Roman Caesars and all that. It's childish. I actually can tell you where that kind of thing came into the church. Okay. Um, but Paul never taught that. Paul taught us that a time was coming when we'll come back to the earth to reign with Christ. Okay, do you remember it says, and the rain with Christ? You're breaking Everybody up. Everybody remember that? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we're back. That makes me think of sowing and planting seeds and housing you broke out like you said anyway, remember look, the time and, um, if they're quite in the meantime it's okay sorry sorry 
I said, if you have questions, you can post them on the group page, WhatsApp page, and I'll answer. But if you can still hear me, if you have questions now about anything I said, I can answer right now. But I don't want to hold us too long because we've been um, almost at, uh, about an hour and a half so far. Did you hear me? Yes, yes, it was, it it was a question. It was okay. a, a, a statement of teaching a child to plant seeds, watch it grow, watch them die, stay in the earth covered by dust. And if it's an annual seed, it'll come up again. And all while we were reading that, I was thinking about that as a child. Amen. So I solicit your prayers. I solicit your support. Okay, I want to thank you for your time. For those of you who have been faithful, you know, uh, supporting this work, for being involved, sharing these videos. Okay, don't be, don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay, keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook. Go over these videos so your friends and family can discuss it. Okay, and continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through you know, the, the comment section here on YouTube. Okay, so I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thanks so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said. If you want to continue listening to us, order, you can always go. Okay, to our website. You can see the online menu channels. That you can get us through, like I mentioned, um, Apple's iTunes, I met Apple iTunes, I mentioned um, Spotify, and I think Google. You can also, you know, there are other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio. Okay, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like buttons, hit the like buttons. I can't say that enough. Every time you want these videos through YouTube, hit the like buttons. Now, if you're watching through Facebook, or you're watching through some other video like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so you won't even see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you, or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you, hit that like button, okay? Hit that like button, it matters to us, okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing, you know, by watching our videos. 